0: A lot of the kids that we're dealing with either were suicidal, cutters, um, or thinking about it or saying, I don't mind dying, or things like that, not everyone would have the guts to actually kill themselves, a lot of them just wouldn't mind not being around. So what we're here to do is we're trying to give them a reason to live, we're trying to give them fun and love and life, even though they don't deserve it, because they're acting so bad. So you want to tell them, I'll love you when you're good. Listen. If Hashem waits and tells us, "I love you when when you're good." What's going to be, right? Hashem said, "I love you even when you're bad." And Hashem tells us, B'chayri Yisrael." And the Medrash says that Hashem was telling us, "I love you more than angels." We're bowing to idols. Bowing to idols, is not just an Aveira. It's saying, "God, you don't run the world." It's spitting in His face. It's like your kid tells you, "You're not my father," or takes your credit card, does the worst thing possible to you, steals your car. That sells your car to someone else. I don't know. What's the worst thing your son could do to you? That's idol worship. And the father says, I love you more than angels. I love you more than all the other creatures in the world, and even heavenly angels that never screw up ever. That's what the Madrash says. Beni Bukhariso. The Idrisha can say that it's hard for human beings. We have to try. Have had bak rimiday sub shalak and says, Had bak rimidaisub shalakunbar. We have to try to be like Hashem. Right. Why it- we emulate Hashem? It says yeah. Mahu Rakum. And then Sibush says it doesn't say just like Hashem is a rachum. So you should act with Rachmanas. It says okay. okay. Afathahave Rachum, become a rachum. One way is that your kid does something that you don't approve of, and you're about to kill him, and you say, "Wait, Avi's going to kill me if I do that. You can't do that." Page three twenty-seven of Twisted Parenting says you're not allowed to do that. Okay, I'm going to. I feel bad for. Okay, okay, I'll have Rachmanes. The other one is to be a Rachel. There are parents who have come here who have become, they changed their vision. I remember when you left here, you said you Avi, you gave me new eyes. Cool. You became a Rachel. You didn't say oh, I'm going to kill the kid. Wait, let me use Rachmanes said, I have Rachmonis on this child. Whatever he's going to do, my first reaction is going to be, I feel so bad. Look look at these kids. Look at a normal kid. Best years of their life. 15, 16, 17, 18. The best years of their life. And these kids, forget about what they're doing. Look what they're missing. The kids in camp, I always talk about in the summer. A yeshiva Bakr goes to camp, he's a JC, he's a counselor, he's sneaking out, he's hopping a cigarette, he's going bowling, he's getting tips. He's happy. The Best years. I was a counselor two years in Caltech in Cleveland. Best years of my life. And these kids, the hoodie over, <laughs> it's not. You look back. The whole summer they had one party that was maybe twenty minutes, but they, they made it sound like it's six hours on the beach and a, a lot of pain, a lot of pain. Besides for the pain that got them here, they have no life. They're missing out on normal, normal life and fun and enjoyment. Uncomfortable. Being home, they're not comfortable. They're not comfortable. Yeah, with, they're not comfortable in their own skin. Not they're not comfortable. open up the mirror, they look at it. Should I oh. go into the center should I not go? I... Right. A million things through their mind. A little bits, bits and bits and bits. And this is not the pain. This is after the pain. Right now, God forbid someone has cancer, they're in terrible pain. They have chemo and now they don't have hair. Now they have other problems. Right? People are going to look at me. Do I want to go in? This person looked at me. What are they staring at? Why are they looking at it's additional complications that were never part of the original problem. So these kids have something that hit them. You look at them. You get to you get to really once after you get rid of being angry at the kid and embarrassed and you start looking at the kid, you look at their eyes, you see the pain. I could see the I look at these kids, I see the pain that they have. Deep inside of them, See Shalom gives down a medrash. Very interesting. He says in Pesach, he brings down the following. He says that the Torah says, "Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, ra'isi es ani ami." I saw the pain, the pain of my nation. Ki I know their their pain. So the medrash says, should say Ra'isi as ani ami. What's ra'isi? a double lashon. Dr. Medrash, Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, You see one Riyah. I see two Rias." And the Medrash goes on the way that he goes. And the Siva Shalom says as follows. Then Hashem was telling Moshe Rabbeinu that you think they're not worthy to be redeemed. Why? Because You're looking at one Riyah. You just see the Chitzaynis. You see the kid with the hoodie and the sideways cap. You see the kid Michael Shabbos. You see the outward behavior. Memtesh Aritoma, bowing down to idols, parting with the Egyptians. Hefeiru Bismillah, they gave up Bismillah. You see them worse than Puerto Ricans, worse than Schwarzes. They mamish the same as Goyim. That's what you see. Hashem says, But I also see the Pnimias. I know their pain. I know the pain that's deep inside of their stomach, that deep inside, deep inside that nobody else can see, that they are, they are screaming out, and they're saying, Shem, somebody get me out of here. Somehow, please, somebody save me. And you don't see that on the outside, because on the outside you see them on the street. Why are you smoking on Shabbos? F you, get out of my face. Well, you can't figure it out. Hashem says that's because you're only looking at the external... But I see internally Hashem says es b'pnimi That's the he says I know the churning inside That they can't fall asleep at night How many of you have kids that have problems falling asleep at night? Okay Many Isn't that interesting? Because they're traumatized They're, they're don't they have, I can't go here, I can't go there Bad memory here, bad memory there and they have pain deep inside of them. So sometimes they say, I'm not going to live this life. F it all. And that's when they act crazy and bad. And they go and they do boys, girls, sex, drugs, whatever. And that's when we get all offended. But that's just their acting out. Other times they get depressed. And they climb up into bed and that's it. I don't want to deal with it. I can't get up in the morning. When they say I can't get up, sometimes they cannot get up. Sometimes they can't function. A kid just told me. He said, I decided I want to put on toilet. What does he do all day? Nothing. You have till 6 o'clock to put on tefillin. Right. He said, tomorrow, if I feel good, I hope I'll put on tefillin. Feel good. Who's, who, who says that? Someone with cancer. Someone with someone in the ICU. If I feel good, I'll put on tefillin. He's healthy. He's walking. He's coming. What does feel good mean? How? Pain. Emotional pain. does not feel good enough to put on tefillin. But he wants to. So we don't understand that. None of us understand what kind of emotional pain, if you're physically able to put on tefillin, and you're saying you want to, you're not against it, What's going up in the brain that you can't put on tefillin? That's our enemy, <coughs> emotional, emotional pain, and that's what Hashem says. You're just looking at the kid at risk. You're looking at the, the guy in Mitzrayim who was bowing down to idols, and you're saying, "What well, was an idol worshiper? Why why should we pick them? Why should we rescue them?" I know what's going on inside, deep, 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 deep down. And then the Nesi says, "That's chat. Shir Hamalais mi he says, even they're not Hashem. Even when they're not calling out on the outside, but deep inside of them you should know. they They're crying out, somebody save me. And in these years of their life, there's no way for them to get help. And then you guys come and you're angels and you give to them. You give them what? What are you giving them? All the toys. That's great, but what you're really giving them with the toys is you have a reason to live. You're good. I accept you. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. I, you just stole my credit card and you, you took my car and then you put this and then doing drugs and you snuck in a boy, whatever. And I still love you. I know that you're only acting out because of the pain that's inside of you. Hmm? just Right, Like the Baba Rebbe story That he told about the guy It's the Nazi that's smoking Not him And you have to remember To ingrain this into you So the next thing that they do wrong Your initial reaction of Rahmanus is Right away It's not he's smoking The Nazi's smoking It's not him that's Mechal Shabbos It's not her that's Mechal Shabbos They don't believe in this They don't want this It's their pain It's that guy who did this to them It's that situation that crushed them It's the pain that did this to them And when you look at them like that You don't blink when you train yourself you don't go like oh, okay one second let me go twisted parenting and uh, okay you know what Abby's going to kill me if I tell him I hate you so I'm going to say I love you no it's your you become havey rachum I mean there are parents here or here it takes it's a year or two and they become a rachum and their first reaction is like you did with your son first reaction is I love you I'm fine you're good and that's an incredible life saving mission that you're on you're the only Hatzalah members that can do this. It's you against the whole world. I just want to say, because I enjoy saying it, I have a chat based on what I said in the Tziv Shalom, that I thought of myself. We say in Anubakayach at the end, Shavaseinu Kabel, Ushmat HaKoseinu yadayat So I asked, if you're screaming, Ushmat HaKoseinu means hear our screams, so for that, you're Shema Tzakris, somebody who hears us screaming. You don't need to be a Yedea Taluma, it's the one who knows hidden things, to hear somebody screaming. So it's the wrong title for the, for the behavior. So I wanted to say exactly what we said before, that even when we're not screaming out loud, but the Yedea Taluma, he could Ushma Senyu, he hears our screaming inside. The kids are screaming inside, somebody save me, get me out of here. And they're trapped, and they're trapped, and they're trapped. And we should never know how it feels. I, I wish I can create an injection, that for 30 seconds I inject us, that we should feel their pain. That they're walking around with tug teglach all the time. We would go nuts. We would go crazy. You can't even imagine that everybody's looking at you, and you ruined your life, and you blame yourself, by the way. Which is not good. A lot of them blame themselves for the mistakes they made, when we know it wasn't even their fault. I had a kid from whatever, a place, and I, I know him for a long time, and, and he had a terrible life. Three years he was stealing and doing all, all the bad stuff. And now he's back, and he asked me, he goes, you know, I was thinking about it, does the fact that I was molested from six to eight years old have anything to do with why I ended up being a bully and then getting thrown out of class? And he himself... Looked at his own life. I was a bully. I was out of control. I didn't respect anybody. I beat up everyone on the bus. I was angry all the time. That's how Hashem made me. He himself didn't even hope that that was a reaction to trauma that changed who he was in such a subtle way. And that's so unfair. It's so unfair. The first kid who moved to home sweet home, here my bachar, who I, everything I'm teaching you, I basically learned on him. Okay, He, he was a great, smart, Sweet kid. And then at 8 years old, he started getting molested by a kid 14 years old who lived near him. But, you know, like these crazy kids, they don't say anything. So all of a sudden, he started acting out. He's making trouble. He's not listening. He's this. He's acting out a little bit. And, of course, the parents are, what's the matter with you? Why are you doing this? And his reaction to that was frustration, And their reaction to that was, whoa, wait, that's chutzpah, you can't talk like that, come back here. I'm just saying they were being normal, right? All I said is that you have to sit and do your homework now. I'm not doing my homework. Whoa, that's it, you're getting punished. And one thing led to the other. Based on a little bit of, he didn't act out drugs, he acted out a little bit, he was it. But they didn't know, and when they tried to deal with it normally, he couldn't deal, so he got more frustrated, a little more. That made them a little more, that made them a little more, and ended up being the next five years it went down, 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 down to daily fighting, to screaming, to cursing his father taking off his belt and beating him. And I don't even blame the father in the sense that the father was pulling out his hair because what do I do with this kid? He doesn't behave and when I ask him to do homework he freaks out he's he's stomping all over, he's breaking other kids in the house's stuff he's an animal what do you do? So he went crazy also until at 13 years old the kid ran away from home lived on the street for four years. Four years, he's sleep on the D train. When the D train closed up, I don't know if you remember the D train, he was nostalgic. Remember, my, my train closed up. He once found an empty truck in the parking lot of a Walmart, and he slept there. He was on park benches, he was really homeless. When I met him, he was sleeping in someone's house that took him in, and they wanted to get rid of him. So I was just opening up Home Sweet Home, it's a whole story how I got him, He said, "I don't need you." We ran away. I ran after him. I told him, "I want him to be a consultant because I see that he knows kids." I didn't have any kids here. I need you to help me open up. Okay, I'll come. He came to me for Shabbos, Matzah Shabbos. He tells me, "They don't want me back. Can I stay here?" So my wife says, "Stay here." Forgetting this is me, eleven years ago. Uh, Stay here. I don't know. I said, "He behaved." We said, "Okay, till Friday." Anyway, he stayed with us for six weeks. By the time we left, he was already putting on tefillin and. He, he he switched around, but I got very lucky because the guy before me he stole eight thousand dollars from them, and I was this naive guy taking it a kid, which you don't do, and I did it, and he could have whatever, and he didn't know himself that the reason why he was so angry, and then on drugs, and they got thrown out of rehabs because quote we don't have the tools to deal with your issues, can you imagine? And he spoke two years ago. Were you there at the Aguda convention? <clears throat> He spoke with Shmuel on one side and Ravaminska on the other side. He spoke to tell his story about Home Sweet Home and all of that. They asked me to bring somebody down. And he's living now in Lakewood with three beautiful kids. He's Erelich Erelich Frum, Yeshivish. That's a child. Wonderful. Just the same child. I'll tell you how from he is. He has no money. So a few years ago, he got this jalopy car with different color doors. And he got a GPS. And he was trying to sell, uh, t- uh, to get people to rent apartments. Schwarzes and Schwarz neighborhoods. He was doing rentals. And he went in to show someone an apartment. When he came out, his window was broken and they stole his GPS. He forgot to take it in. There's broken glass all over the, the thing, right? It's a so broken. He doesn't have money even to buy another GPS. GPS used to cost money, 100 dollars dollars In the olden days. Now everything is free. Um What did he do? you told about a kid with major anger. Major anger. He told me before he after I met him he said sometimes I get so angry and I curse God F you F you I had to say after the Shmaya I told him it's hard to hear but I told him I said wow I said since Avraham Avinu I don't think there's ever been another Jew with so much emunah you mamish believe in God and you believe in Ashgach HaPratis you believe that all your pain came from God you're a real maimit and you're angry and I don't blame you you know who who, who, uh, who signed off on the hit the right no, he said I never looked at it that way. <laughs> so at least we had Amuna, Okay. So this kid, where was I? Oh, so what did he do? He could have gotten angry, frustrated, whatever. He took a towel, he cleaned up some of the broken glass, he felt he was very angry. He sat in his car for a half an hour, he took out a Tehillim and sat to Tehillim until the anger passed. It's And he went through a lot of pain in his life. So, the Yadayatolumas, Hashem knows deep down how they are screaming. You got to believe that. Sometimes they look so cool. I have everything. I'm good. You look at them. They're bankrupt. You go to a friend of yours who used to have a beautiful store with tons of people, and now he's homeless under tra- train tracks, and he's collecting money. And he says, "I'm great. Everything's fine." So you say, "Oh, I guess he, he really likes his life." No, he bankrupt. He's bankrupt. They want to be frum. They want to be Earl. They want to be happy. And you know what? They want to be part of society. One of the biggest moments I ever had with a rebellious kid that moves into home sweet home, a real rebel. I only take the real rebels. And I was, remember I was driving with him, and he was graduating. It was like the week before. And he says, Avi, you know what? I just, I wish I could just be a number. You know, they complain so much. I'm just a number. Nobody cares about you. And there's 5,000 frum kids in Lakewood and this. Just a number. I just want to be a number. They just want, they wish they could be part of Kali. So they wish they could be regular and normal. But their lives aren't regular and normal. So we think that when they look like they're happy, like they have a mahalach, oh, I guess they're really happy. That's ridiculous. I look at these kids, I see the pain that they have deep inside of them.